Since the early 1980s, hard-hitting bands such as Petra, Striper, White Cross, and Bloodgood would forever change the boundaries of Christian music. The Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast brings commentary, analysis, and guest speakers from today's and yesterday's top artists and bands. Now, Podbean.com brings you The Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast with your host, Sean Fagan. He's the rock, the rock that makes me roll, rock in the world. Welcome to another Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast. My name is Sean Fagan. I am so glad that you're here with us today. It's an exciting time here at the podcast. We haven't done a podcast for a little while here because we wanted to kind of hold off and see how the original podcast did. I kind of wanted to see some numbers and see how many people would be listening. And much to my surprise, we've had over 500 listens to our podcast uh, with all the different avenues that we've made it available to. Uh, So I want to thank those of you who have listened to it and have passed it on for others to listen to. Uh, It it is such a phenomenal thing, and I am honored and, and, and humbled by that. And I just want to let you know that those of you who haven't listened to this before and are listening to it for the first time, please pass this around. Let other people know about it. Get other people involved. It's totally free. It's going to remain totally free for the foreseeable near future. Uh, I am I am just doing this because I, I have such an appreciation for the musical talents that are out there in the Christian world that go unnoticed so often. Get a chance for those new people, listen to the uh, As We Are podcast. The As We Are podcast was our first podcast that we did, and what a phenomenal group of guys. Very honored to have them on on the podcast, too. They are touring right now. want to give a shout-out to them again. Wish them luck on their tour. Hopefully I get a chance to run into them in October when they're up here in, in Ohio in my neck of the woods. So I am looking extremely forward to that too. Today, I am extremely honored, blessed, and grateful that I got the chance to talk to one of my childhood guitar heroes, Mr. Rex Carroll of the bands White Cross and King James. Rex took time out of his extremely busy schedule to talk to me, and I am so grateful for that. He just got done with the Rex Carroll Rock Academy. It's a two-day event that takes place in Illinois. Rex has himself uh, on guitar training. Um, He also has uh, some people coming in doing vocal training and drum training for the intermediate to advanced people that want to advance their skill levels. It's $175 for the two-day event. That doesn't include your, your hotel room and food and that type of stuff. But it's well worth the time and the money. Uh, they take full bands or individuals that are interested in advancing their skills. Uh, something to really check out. Uh, and you can check that out on his Facebook page. Also, he has a website. And uh, you might even be able to catch him on Twitter with some of the information. And I'll give that information out later on in the podcast. Rex is also doing Skype guitar lessons for $60 an hour or $100 for two hours. Pretty phenomenal idea he has. Uh, and you're able to get that information again 
by going to either YouTube and checking out his YouTube videos on it, uh, or you can go to and contact him on Facebook and send him a private message on Facebook. In addition to the guitar lessons, he's doing what he calls the Friday Rex Riff videos. And these are videos uh, that Rex puts together that are teaching instruction videos. Uh, on it, it, Some of the videos are on songs that he's done. Uh, some of the videos are on um, the solos that he's done. Some of the videos are on theory. Uh, I've watched quite a few of them. They are very interesting and very informative and very educational. Get a chance. Check those out. I think you'll really enjoy those too. Rex talks in our interview today about all of the bands that he's been involved with. Currently, King James, the most current thing that he's released is King James uh, just released a album called Maximus in 2013. Uh, it is a very cool rock heavy metal album, and uh, highly recommend if you get a chance to check that out that you check that out too. Just a few tidbits about Rex Carroll, if you were not aware of this. Uh, you'll hear us talk about the fact that Rex has done uh, some some music for shows and the NFL. Uh, that was uh, in, in my research that I did. I was not aware of that and was very interested to find that out. So we did talk a little bit about that. One thing we didn't get a chance to talk about, and I should have brought it up and I forgot about it, was the fact that Rex placed number three in the American Rock Guitar Competition that was sponsored by Guitar Player Magazine. Also the fact that White Cross, when they were touring, won two Dove Awards for the Metal Album of the Year in 1990 and 1992. Rex has multiple bands that he's been involved with. First one being White Cross, of course, probably the one he's most known for. King James being the second. Uh, just a side note, the original King James band was started by Rex Carroll, Tim Gaines of Striper, and Robert Sweet of Striper. Very uh, very neat idea that they had put together. It's not all the same guys now that started it, but it still sounds phenomenal. He's also involved in the Rex Carroll band which is a solo project he did. It's more of a bluesy, rock-heavy metal sound. Really, really sounds good. It's something different, refreshing. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to that album when I first heard it. Uh, you'll hear him talk about the fact that he has another Rex Carroll album kind of sitting on the back burner. Time and date for that to be released is unknown at this point. But... Uh, just a phenomenal guy to talk to. I can't say enough about him. Really appreciate the time he took. Uh, treated me like I was a friend of his forever. And uh, really meant a lot that, that he took the time to spend with me talking about his life and and his future and, and everything that's happened and what all he has going on. And just such an interesting person. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Again, pass it around, let everybody hear what it sounds like, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back with Rex Carroll. I'd like to apologize in advance for the technical difficulties that we had on this podcast. We had quite a bit of issues with Skype. Uh, the new program uh, update that they have for Skype uh, has created some issues with uh, the transmission of, of the audio and video. 
And uh, so you're going to hear, oh, maybe less than halfway through the podcast, you're going to hear a little bit of glitches in there. And you'll hear us actually have to stop because it actually dropped the phone call. So again, I apologize for the technical difficulties. And uh, we are working really hard to get all the glitches out of the system so that our next Skype conversation will not have the same problems. Thanks again for listening, and in just a moment, Rex Carroll. The Rock That Makes Me Roll Podcast. This is Rex. Why don't you come join me for some guitar lessons on Skype? Uh, it would be fantastic. Um, the information is right underneath the video on the screen, and I hope to see you there. Thanks. For more information, go to YouTube and look up Rex Carroll Guitar Lessons on Skype. Or go to Rex's Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Rex Carroll Music. The Rock That Makes Me Roll Podcast. We got some music from Rex today. Little tidbits for you to listen to. First song we have is Nagasaki. It's an awesome guitar solo from one of White Cross's first albums. One of the first guitar solos I ever heard him do, and I was just totally floored and blown away by it. Again, this is just a portion of the song. Uh, on the same album, they had a song called Looking for a Reason, so I put a, a tidbit of that in there so you can kind of hear what the band sounded like. And then we moved on to Hard Road Ahead, uh, that's off of King James' new Maximus album. Finally, we end it with Working Man Blues from Rex Carroll's Rex Carroll Band album. And Who Will You Follow, again from one of White Cross's early albums. And I almost forgot, you're going to hear just a tiny bit later on of a song off of Rex Carroll Band's album called Rexmas Carol of Bells. I know it's a little early for Christmas, but I wanted you guys to hear it because I absolutely love the guitar in it. So check that out here in a little bit, too. Uh, Just absolutely love these bands that he's put together. It shows this hopefully will kind of showcase some of his superior talents at guitar. I hope you enjoy it. We'll have Rex Carroll on here in just a minute.
Well, I'm excited to be here with one of my favorite guitar heroes of all times, Mr. Rex Carroll. Well, are you ready, brother? Well, I've got my guitar right here. Ready to go. All right. Well, Rex, it's an honor to have you as a guest tonight. Crazy amount of things I see that you have going on, so it really means a lot that you took some time to to hang out with us tonight and uh, talk a little bit about uh, everything you have going on. I know that uh, I saw you just got done with the uh, Rock Academy. It looks like it was just done early August here. Can you tell us a little bit about what what goes on with that? Yeah, I actually started a, a few years ago. Um, well, it's it's a desire that I've had for years to have some kind of a a school where I could get people together and share just things that I know that I've accumulated along the way. Um, and I didn't really didn't really have an idea how to do it. Um, and then a few years ago, I started traveling to Sweden to do the the. It's the same. It's the Swedish version of the Rock Academy, uh, basically music school. Only that only they go for like ten days. Um, they get people together. We teach them a set list, and then we go on tour for a few days. And that seeing how they did it over there helped me to figure out how to do it over here. So here in a row that I've done it, but it's something that I hope to do, you know, every year from this point on. And and I want to see it grow and and uh, you know get bigger and better and so forth as it goes along. Uh, and in America, of course, we have so many things that you can do. You've got uh, School of Rock. Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, music stores. Like just here in the Chicago area, there's there's probably just a dozen different uh, rock camps or music camps that you can go to in the summertime that are hosted by Guitar Center or the local music stores and so forth. So... Uh, so it's kind of a crowded landscape over in Sweden. It's uh, not so crowded at all. There's plenty of room for it. So uh, it's nice for me to be affiliated with them over there. But over here, I called it the uh, the Rex Carroll Rock Academy just because um, so that people could see my name. And then, okay, if, if you like that kind of style of guitar, great, bring your guitar and and uh, we'll teach and I bring and I make it a point to bring in uh, different different instructors that have different style than what I play so that everybody gets so so there's exposure to different styles and uh, but it's all it's all the whole thing has my thumbprint on it so uh, it's a it is a reflection of what I want to do and uh, I love it it's it's pretty awesome I mean I get incredible feedback from the people that attend and it's it's uh, from teenagers up to 40 and 50-year-olds that are coming. Awesome. All points in between. And, I, and I'm trying to make it, uh, I'm trying to get the word out that it's not just for guitars. It's If you're in a band, bring your whole band because we have Michael Fian uh, teaching drums. We have Benny Ramos teaching bass. And uh, we had our first ever vocal instructor this year and so we're going to continue to do that and have keyboards and voice and everything um so it's just it's kind of just a it's an extended weekend um master class with lots of individual attention and it's very interactive where everybody gets a chance to play 
uh, with instructors, and um, and then we have the concert as part of the event, uh, which is a real gem because it's a free concert that's open to the public. So uh, I think it's just brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for asking. That's awesome, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm so impressed by that. What does it cost to uh, get involved in it? How do you get involved in it? The cost. Is was really inexpensive uh, this year for what you get. It was like one hundred seventy-five dollars for the full event, as it's like our event is just breaking even. Is all it's doing, so it's paying for itself. Um, I'd like to see it do a little bit better, but it's not going to go up by much um, for the fund. Uh, it's every year uh, soaking it online. Um, book. I don't. Uh, I, I don't spend any time on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Um, I was just talking to uh, John Cooper. Uh, uh, I was over at the house uh, doing some other things, and um, tell John to send me a Facebook. And so, well, actually, he's only on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So social media can you know you can you can you can pretty much hire somebody to do your social media all the different platforms 24-7 and you can drive yourself crazy with it to the point where there's no time for guitar or anything else um, so I uh, you know it's, again I'm always looking to do more I'm actually doing more uh, these days uh, with my Friday Rex videos and uh, just building a, a base there and you know it's just can you talk a little bit about those? Um, I did see where you had those. Those are pretty interesting. I've been watching some of them. Well, good. Yeah, I just think that um, an extension of my teaching, it's kind of an extension of my my whole coaching and desire. Uh, that's really what I enjoy. I, I enjoy teaching. I enjoy coaching. and um, I've accumulated all this stuff along the journey, and the journey is by far from it's not not over by any stretch but there just comes a point where there's just so much stuff there to uh pass it along and uh you know these days uh, younger generation players as far as just for pure speed and technique can can play rings around what i do um and yet so for a long time i was scared to dive in i feel very passionately about uh the things that I talk about. There's, um, you know, there's something for everyone. And and YouTube being what it is, um, just what is, there's, there's like, there's worth the videos being uploaded every 17 seconds or something like that. Um, you know, any given day of the week, anytime you need to reach out uh, to just to interact with people. We'll be right back. Having some problems there with Skype, some technical difficulties. Sorry about that, Rex. Probably just the FCC getting angry about, hey, you're using up too much bandwidth. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> All right, so you're giving uh, Skype guitar lessons also, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. And uh, what, uh, what do those consist of? Well, it's just like having a guitar lesson 
except only whereas being limited geographically uh, nowadays there's no limitations um, and in spite of the occasional uh, bandwidth glitches like such as what we just experienced on site um, for the most part it's very reliable and um, so you could sit with your guitar I could sit with my guitar and uh, the, the learning is fantastic um, and it just makes the whole thing available to uh, people in different areas so I have students, um, uh, a couple students in New York City, a couple students from Ohio, a um, couple students out west, and uh, the only thing that's difficult for me sometimes is keeping track of the time zone differences. Um, but I get the occasional international student too, and sometimes, like in South America, it doesn't work as well just because their internet speeds uh, sometimes are. Um, they're not up to, like, the bandwidth is, can be unreliable. So that's occasionally, I have the occasional problem, like, with an international situation, but uh, for the most part, it works really well. What do you charge for that? Those are $60 on the half hour, and excuse me, on the hour lesson, and um, it's 100 on the... Uh, if you pay for two lessons at once, so it's or really it's wow. it's not it's not expensive at no, all. No, that's a good deal there. That's I, a really good deal. I, I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that my inbox is not flooded. Uh, yeah, with, I, I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to have I'm going to have to hit you up for a for a lesson or two myself. <laughs> You're going to teach me how to play Nagasaki. Yeah. I always wanted to learn how to play that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're exactly right, Sean. And, and uh, the beauty of it is that I think is 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 that uh, I don't push people into like a six month contract or take a lot of money up front or anything like that. It's pretty much pay as you go. So because I I figure there's probably some people like like what you just said who just want to learn. Hey, how did you do this particular thing over here? Um, so like one or two lessons and they're happy, which is great. And then there's, uh, other people who want to get into it for a few months. And then there's a couple of people that stay with it for a couple of years or longer. So there's all variety of, of what people want, what people need, what they're looking for. It's very convenient. Um, nobody gets locked into a long-term type thing. It's very flexible. I do them in the morning. I do them on the weekends. It does get a little dicey when I'm on when I'm traveling. How would somebody get in touch with you to set that up? Well, if you happen to be watching uh, any of the Friday videos, just on the Rex Carroll YouTube channel, leave me a message there. Uh, you can send me an email through my uh, rexcarrollmusic.com my website, um, or you can always leave me a message on Facebook. I'm always there. Awesome. So that makes it really easy. Pretty easy stuff. I try to be, I try to be, uh, you know, there are musicians that are very reclusive and you can't find them. Uh, nobody knows how to get a hold of them. I endeavor to be the opposite. I'm really easy to find. 
I think. Um, if somebody's looking for me, they um, just go on Facebook. I'm right there. I have noticed that. That is something that's really cool about you. So I, I do personally appreciate that myself. So wanted to talk to you a little bit. It looks like um, I, I wasn't aware that you were in a band called Fierce Heart at one time. That is correct, Mundo. What, uh, it, I mean, it, you're busy. I mean, White Cross, Fierce Heart, King James, Rex Carroll Band, uh, you got a full plate going on. I'll give you the, the brief uh, history of time. Okay, that sounds great. The Rex, Car- the Rex Carroll version, not the Stephen Hawking version. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I started, of course, I've always been in bands since I was a teenager, right? And and then I went to college. I went to a regular four-year school and got more involved with bands there and got into, um, that was my first exposure to Christian music was in college states uh, while I was working on a guitar degree. And back then we used to go and see groups like Keith Green. Remember them? Oh, yeah. Keith Green and Sec- Second Chapter of Acts. Oh, yeah. Um, Larry Norman. And um, so when I got out of school, uh, I was just sending in, uh, long story short, I sent a demo tape uh, trying to get an audition with Whitesnake. Oh, wow. And... um, so I sent it to Atlantic Records, um, and they called me back. And uh, the head of the A&R department, uh, which is the talent scouting division, said, well, you're not even going to get that gig. Uh, forget about it. It's gone. Um, but meanwhile, let's make a band with you. Uh, I said, okay, you know, I was young, um, didn't have anything else going on, so like, of course. Uh, so it took a couple of years to develop, and what came out of that was the group Fierce Heart, um, which came out, uh, through the Atlantic labels, and, um, it was a pretty good record. We had some amazing, Talent that was assembled to work on the record. We had Chris Lord Algae and Tom Lord Algae. It's like, oh my God, two of the heaviest uh, producers in music today. Um, uh, Chris has gone into just mixing. He likes to mix. Um, but he was a co producer along with our great AR guy, Mr. Jim Delahan. And, and that was, uh, it was not a Christian album. People assume. Oh, so like you did that record before you were a Christian, right? Like, no, uh, it was just something that came up. So I, I did it and it was a tremendous learning curve, um, learning how to be in a rock band, how to, how to make records, um, taught me a lot about the business itself. Um, and then ultimately it didn't work out. Um, and then, uh, I was back home teaching guitar lessons. Um, wondering what to do, praying about it, and one day Scotty Wenzel walks through my door. Uh, he can't find a guitar player, so he figures maybe I'll bone up a little, try to play some guitar myself. 
uh, I knew he was Christian. Um, he didn't say anything, but I knew that he was because he was wearing a Petra T-shirt. <laughs> and at the time, that's the, uh, you know, that's like code for the uh, the Christian rock underground. Right, right. <laughs> um, so I just started conversing. I'm like, what is this? And I did two, maybe three guitar lessons, but... You know, it didn't long to figure out, well, look, uh, how about if you sing, you be the singer and I'll be the guitar player. How about if we try it that way? And that seemed to work a lot. So that's what we did. And that played cars. Wow. Um, and they stored that particular band. And eventually, um, gosh, when was it? Maybe around 93 when I ran into Jimmy Bennett out in, uh, uh, Kingdom Bound Festival out in New York, and uh, I was playing there with White Cross. He had a gig there with his group, Sick Fire. But we met, we started chatting, we hit it off, we started working together. That became King James. <laughs> um, King James put out a couple albums. Talk about talk about the right album at the wrong time. Boy, oh boy, we tried to do this '80s rock thing, uh, and would put it out smack in the middle of like Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Yeah. Um, bad timing. Now you started out. I didn't out, know any better. You started out with, uh, didn't uh, Tim Gaines and uh, Robert Sweet start out with you in, in that band? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, oh, like a super group, right? Like a one-shot project. I think the perception kind of hurt us a little bit. It wasn't the intent. It was just that uh, I I knew Robert Sweet. I knew that uh, Michael Sweet was not uh, playing with Strikers. I didn't really know what they were going to do. Uh, Robert wasn't doing anything. Jamie wasn't doing anything. And that's how that came about. Very, um, um, what's the word? Very innocent. Be uh, premeditated about it whatsoever, um, and at the, and even you know we always said to the both of them, so now hey look you know uh, we all and here if you guys have the opportunity you know Striper comes back together I certainly wouldn't uh, hold it against you to go back to Striper that's your that's your that's like the mothership for you guys. Um, but if it works out, you know, you can still uh, be part of King James. Um, so we did that for a while, and eventually um, it just came to a we weren't doing a whole lot. So, uh, and again, the Striper, of course, gets back. So they're doing what they do, and King James has been dormant for time, except that we've all maintained a friendship. So in 2012, when the opportunity to reform came along, we did, and, you know, this amazing, highly recommend. So you said that uh, King James needed to get back together in 2012, and you said that Maximus is, right. is the result of that, correct? Yes, that's our newest album. It's a wonderful album. Um, got, got, got a chance to listen to some of that. Um earlier in the week and uh I, I love that album that is a really cool album so you definitely got my vote for that one too hey uh what about the uh, rex carroll band are you guys still sure. doing anything with that well here's the thing um 
I didn't start out as 80s metal guitarist. When I started out, I was listening to music. When I was a kid, I was listening to ZZ Top, Almond Brothers, Ted Nugent, Jimi Hendrix, um, because that's the music there was. Christian rock music wasn't even invented yet. Right. Uh, and, and I like to think that White Cross was maybe at the tail end of that first wave of bands that were actually making it up as they went along. Um, so, you know, before we all came out and actually created it from scratch, uh, you know, there was a point, um, so anyway, so I was out listening to my Eric Clapton records and all that kind of stuff when I was a kid. So, along come the 1990s, and all of a sudden, uh, like nobody wants to hear White Cross, nobody likes anything that I'm doing at all, can't get a phone call from a record label, um, Oh, Rex, yeah, that tired old 80s metal sound. Um, you know, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to call him back. That's just the way it was. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I really like the blues, so I'm just going to go back to that because that's what I always did. And um, less pressure to try to fit into that spandex and hair metal look anyway. So, right, right. Um, so uh, I started with that, and, it, and I said, oh, it should be no problem to jump from, like, rock, just bring rock guitar into the blues. That's what I thought it would be. So, oh, no. It's a lot harder than that. It ain't as easy as it looks, uh, but it has been awesome for me because I had to learn how to sing lead vocals uh, all night long and front a band of my own and, and do all that. Part of it, which I had never done any of that before, and uh, you know, so I made a start doing that, and it opens up another doorway for me. And the name of the game um, for guys like myself is, man, you got to scramble to stay busy. Um, so that that just provides one more outlet for me. And I made this record; it took three years to make because I was just doing it on my own time. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have a record label or anything, so I didn't have a, any kind of pressure for a release schedule. So I just made it at home and uh, sat on it for three or four years, not knowing what to do with it. And then Matt Hunt came along and said, well, let me put it out on the retroactive label. And, well, he chased me for about a year on that. And I said, well... Um, this is just an album of blues and blues rock. Uh, it's not necessarily a Christian album. He convinced me that, you know what, it's a good album, so let's just put it out. And I finally said, all right, I don't have anything to lose, so let's give it a try. Lo and behold, people really like the album. Uh, I just could not be more thrilled with um, the reception to it. And been amazing so there you go that's and i have made a second album uh that's sitting in the can as soon as i figure out how to get it released it'll be coming out as well that's awesome that's some cool stuff i like that blues sound that's 
you don't hear that as much yeah. anymore as you used to. So that's really refreshing to hear right. something like that, you know. Um, yeah, I love it. It's it's a whole different side of things, and um, so I I'm somewhat uh, of a versatile guitarist in that I'm not just only '80s metal or neoclassical shred or anything like that. Um, no, I couldn't. You know, the the one thing that I'm really unable to do is like the modern, like the Dream Theater, you know, the whole John Petrucci like gymnastics. It's like that is jaw droppingly amazing. Um, but I can't play that way, and I, I don't think that I would want to play that way, even if I could. Um, I like the stuff that I do, so that's what I do. That I do this, the stuff that I'm able to do, and the stuff that I like to do. Um, so I just I love the rock and the blues, and that's kind of my uh, that's my uh, my backyard. That's where I like to play. That's great. I also saw where you're doing. Uh some NFL or have done some NFL commercials. Is that, I mean, music for the commercials. <laughs> it's great. You, you've done a little research. I appreciate that. I have. Nice. I have. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I have done a few sound libraries and they have been used a lot by the NFL network. Um, and, uh, I, don't want to like stand on my soapbox or anything and brag, but they have done. I haven't done that many, but the ones that I've done have done just, just really, really well. Um, there have been some serious uh, mailbox money coming from uh, the royalties from that, so it's been really nice. Um, the partners that uh, that do the music with me, I wish I could talk into doing more. Um, they've all seemed to move on to other things. Uh, but that's a shame because uh, that is something that works really well for me and for everybody. It's because, uh, basically what it is is I just sit at home and create like two minute. Uh, you can call it a song if you want, but it's really just like um, heavy guitar riffs with guitar, bass, and drums, and just create that and package it. And ten of them on a CD, call it an album, and it's pre-licensed for television. So producers of TV shows, um, like NFL Path to the Draft, all these shows they have, because they got to do programming, do sports programming 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They're they're constantly looking for for background music. So, um, So I just do what I do and they seem to use it a lot so and I'd like to do more so that that has been something that is just kind of a sidebar thing that works really well for me awesome stuff any chance of a White Cross reunion? there's always a chance we have played the last few years we've been going down to Brazil um, definitely a high point love the people in Brazil love to go there um, especially in May when it's still kind of cold in Chicago but the weather like beautiful down there um, <laughs> it was nice to get out for that um, uh, everybody kind of lives in different cities now um, so I, I I it's not something that we that we do as much anymore but I certainly haven't slammed the door on it or anything like that it just uh, there's a, if the timing is where everybody wants to do it and if there's a way to do it then I'm sure that we would do you have any uh, shows or tours with King James or anybody coming up here in the near future? 
Um, now we have gates that we're working on for King James actively right now. We have uh, Anakin helping us with that. Um, so right at the moment, I'm just taking it as it comes, really working on what I can do to help the band and at the same time uh, just develop my my teaching because um, that's what keeps me alive. Well, Rex, uh, is there anything you would like to to let everybody else know about you? Sure. You betcha. Yeah, I would just, in closing, I would say that I am extremely grateful for just the incredible love and support from people over many years. And um, that means so much to me, and I'm so happy for that. And I'd love making our music that we do and um, and I believe that uh, your life has a purpose and that you are created in God's image and he has an incredible plan for your life as well and you will find that life in Jesus and I want to make sure that everybody knows that about me um, and I love what I do and I love making music for people and I'm, I'm happy to have a very large circle of friends to deal with. And, uh, and uh, I, all the fans that have supported White Cross and King James, I, to me, are more like friends than fans. Because, um, you know, those are the people that I, I love making the music for. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast right now, I, I thank you, and I hope to see you soon. Excellent. Thanks so much, Rex, for spending some time with you me bet. this evening. Appreciate it, Rex. You take care, buddy. Hi, Sean. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye.